Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions. It's so good to be with you this weekend, and we're praying that God has blessed you and used you. I'm not sure you can totally be blessed without being used of God. I think they go together. We're to be, there's this old hymn, and we, I don't, ever hear it anymore make me a channel of blessing make me a channel of blessing today uh we're not to all take it in we're to pass it on so that's what we try to do on exploring missions pass on what god is doing and wants to do in the lives of his people my co-host as usual is nathan harper nathan thank you thank you and it's good to be with you and we've got two and i can say this to my favorite most favorite people that uh i've known for now about six or seven years, and uh, some people, the more you know about them, the less you think of them. These two, the more I've gotten to know them, the more I think of them. That's pretty good, Nathan. Yeah, it's really good. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Will and Nikki Addison. Welcome, folks. Thank you for having us. It's great to be with you, Brother Bird and Nathan. Great to be with you. Well, we appreciate you guys more than ever, and I just got to say, Director of Urban Family mm-hmm. uh, Network uh, and and Will, yeah. God, that's a dream come true for a lot of folks, and I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's a great opportunity that AFA has afforded to us to reach out uh, to the urban context with the same message, the same gospel, uh, you know, Jesus Christ. You know, building up the family, uh, looking at biblical worldview, all those things that are, are such needed uh, things right now. I don't know if I've told either of you of this this incident that happened. I was in southern Georgia, and Jan and I had been there. I think it was a third time, and this man came up and said, I love AFR, but you're missing something. And I said, what are we missing? He said, if we're going to have a revival in America, the black community must be reached. Mm-hmm. And he said, mm-hmm. y'all are not doing anything. I come back. And guess what happens within a month? Mm. I hear about <laughs> urban family. Awesome. That is the truth. Praise and God. I, uh, you know, it's a vision come true. And we yeah. appreciate you guys. We want to talk about that a little bit. And how long? Uh, and and Will mm-hmm. and Mickey, you guys are going to have to decide who who yeah. hand, handles the questions. And yeah. y'all can just hand it off. And Nathan, and I'll ask it and listen. Okay. But how long has urban family been around now? Five years. Five years now. It seems like time has uh, been passing by pretty fast. And I think the Lord has really given us favor uh, in those five years, even in the outset of the onset of it. Uh, the people that he brought uh, to establish the radio network, you know, e- even at, at, the, at the beginning, you know, uh, people like Bishop Harry Jackson, uh, Star Parker and others, you know, just to kind of solidify what we were doing. And now just the lineup that we have now, God is really blessing. Mickey, the lineup you have starts off in the morning of three hours of airing with Addison's. I'm telling you, (laughs) you know, they're here at AFR when we come in, half of them listen to airing of the Addison's. The rest of us, uh, we won't talk about what the rest of us listen to. But anyway, uh, you enjoy that. You get to do that from home, though, right? I do. I do. Um, One of the things that, you know, is in our middle name is family. And Will and I 
have five amazing blessings from the Lord. And it became really evident um, pretty early on. We have been with American Family Association for a decade now, and it's been an amazing time that we have been with the ministry. But as our family grew and that dynamic changed, it became really obvious, especially the work that we do on the front lines. We see the attack on the family. Mm -hmm. We see what's happening with kids today. And so um, thankfully, and I, you know, I, I don't take it for granted um, the decision was made that I could still serve the ministry and, and I, I believe serve the body of Christ while also serving my family first and foremost. And so I broadcast from home. I prepare from home, um, which means that I'm incredibly coordinated to do that with five kids. <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> but it's, it's multitasking. That's the name of the game. But it's been an incredible blessing and, and I'm grateful for it. Well. You know, I, I just say praise the Lord. And I found out American Family Association, American Family Radio, Urban Family, they mean it here. Uh, yeah. I, they've been such a blessing to me uh, and my family here. They, uh, We came up with the idea of this program, Exploring Missions, from Exploring the Word. Mm-hmm. And Nathan said, Dad, you can talk about missions on Exploring the Word. Uh, how about doing that once or twice a month? Mm-hmm. And I went to Jim Stanley, and he said, how about doing it once a week and having your own 30-minute program? And I said, well, Nathan, I have to do it. And he said, bring him on. He's part of the family. Yeah. And then Jan and I get to travel and do the family ministries yes. and part of the family. And uh, so I, I and our president, Tim Wyman, mm-hmm. does he mm-hmm. not illustrate family to mm-hmm. you guys? Well, doesn't he? He, he just – it's uh, – it's and I know this is kind of promoting something, mm-hmm. but it's promoting family. Yeah. I see that mm-hmm. in his life and Allison's life. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know when you have that in your name, you know, ur- uh, urban family, American family, you better be about family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that's right. And because look, that's one. That's the bedrock of our society, and we see the families are being torn down by you know various uh, tricks of the enemy. I will say, right, and right. you know, the church has to be on the front line. The church has to be on the front line in building up family, you know, and helping families out, giving uh, resources to families. You know, we have to be about that. Well, that's so important, Nathan. Uh, you came from a family of three boys, and I, a part when you got three <laughs> boys, you got competition in that family, don't you? Oh my yeah, goodness. there's competition, but I would say that you know. Living, and, and we know there are circumstances and there are hardships and, and problems with uh, Christ-like godly people. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, what a witness that a biblical, godly, Christ-centered family is to the, to the world. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's almost like unusual these days, yeah. you know? Yeah. But we are called to be unusual, peculiar people. And, That's right. And, and I would say, especially in like an urban context, it's mm-hmm. even more it stands out more to see a, an intact family that loves Jesus, that's that's together. Not that they don't have problems, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know they're focused on the Lord. And what a gospel witness that is! Yeah, it is. You know, one of the things that um, Will and I realized um, we got married in December of two thousand four, and um, I came from a broken family. I came from a fatherless home. My father walked out on our family. In fact, um, it was in Dallas, Texas, that my father. Hand, handed my mother a pearl-handled revolver and gave her a quick lesson on if anybody came to the door, this is what you do. But he made a conscious decision to leave our family, and that would send our family into turmoil and struggle um, for all of my life. I mean, and we were raised in New Orleans. Our mom left Dallas 
and moved back to her hometown, New Orleans. And that's where I grew up in a fatherless home. But thank God for Jesus, because even as a believer, my mom being a follower of the Lord, I mean, she had no control over my father's choices. She raised us in church and she raised us to fear the Lord. And probably the best thing my mom ever gave us was a relationship with Jesus, pointing mm-hmm. us toward our Savior. And so when Will and I got married and he came from an intact family, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it was like worlds colliding. It was, you know, just this understanding that the brokenness of our families have far reaching consequences. Like you feel the effects of that and it permeates every fabric of our society. All of our homes are affected by sin and brokenness. And so one of the things that by the grace of God, we were determined to do is to really fight not only for our family, but fight for the biblical understanding of family, that it's not just a cultural norm. It's not just a Western prescription for family, that it is God's design. And so that we should not be unique in that. But of course, we know with the statistics, the way that they are, many of us are unique in that. We are, but it's missional. The greatest missional place on the earth is the family. Yeah. I mean, yeah, church is to be, yes, ministries like AFR and AFA and Urban, we're to be ministries of of missional and evangelism. Family is the best place for that to happen, guys. Yeah. Not only just within the family, but those observing the family. Yeah. Uh, when you welcome people in and they see the the struggle, but yet this unique ability to fight through the struggle for victory, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's why we why we do what we do, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. we're called to that, aren't we? Amen. We are, and the church we have to be about strengthening our families. I think you know we have stronger families, we'll have stronger communities, Amen. you know, and a lot of the problems that we're we're seeing and that we're facing you know, uh, are because of our families are not intact. You know, their fathers are not in the homes. It's funny, my mom's here visiting, and uh, we was talking the other night, and we was going through the, just a, a list of people that were on our block uh, growing up. And most of the people, most of the kids there had mother and father there. And mm-hmm. so we were blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a few friends that didn't, you know, but now it's a different story and I'm yeah. not that old, you know, but now you have a lot of kids born into families where there's yeah. no father, you know, and for various reasons. And we have to change that. My my wife, Jan, uh, she grew up in a home where the father deserted, left uh, her mom with three children to raise on her own in a big city. And it was tough. And it was real. Jan said, when I was in school, I was in the minority because mm-hmm. most of the families were intact, mm-hmm. father and mother mm-hmm. at home. And she said, by the time we raised our own children, we were in the minority again because all of our family was together and most of them were wow. split up. Yeah. And we found this out in the church when I was pastoring, guys. Wednesday night became the vital part for children mm-hmm. and youth because every other weekend, a half of the kids were with one parent and then the next weekend, they'd miss because yeah. they were there. Right. So Wednesday night, they was usually in the same home. So Wednesday night became the vital time for mm. youth, even more than Sunday morning. And it had to do with the intact families. Wow. So those things are real. One yes. more thing about, uh, let's talk about urban family. Then I want to turn the attention to something that's coming up uh, uh, next weekend that when we, this is being aired and we, we want you to know about it. But about the programming, we've already mentioned it, and Will, you and Mickey both, both. Yeah. What, what? When you think of the programs that you're airing on Urban Family, and this yeah. program is heard on Urban yeah. Family. That's mm-hmm. when you came to me and said, "We want 
exploring missions on urban, man, I hit the ceiling. I, that, <laughs> we made it big time. It made, uh, I, listen, that's what I felt <laughs> that's like. That's funny. Yeah, we felt like this This is where it is because missions is everywhere. But man. talk about the programming and the purpose of it and why the ones that are airing uh, are aired. Yeah, uh, well, our programming deals with, like, uh, uh, Mickey and I, we deal with marriage, family, you know, uh, life, uh, pop culture. And so it's it's a morning drive time show, you know, so there's a lot of fun. There's music, but there's also some hard-hitting issues that we cover. You know, we have different shows uh, that touch different things. You know, uh, Lonnie Poindexter with Lion Chasers is uh, a more of a more political show, but he also deal with biblical worldview uh, things uh, pertaining to Israel and stuff like that. We have Stacy on the right, you know, who's uh, a political leaning show. But all these shows that we have are from a biblical perspective. That's one thing I felt like was lacking in the urban context. You have, you know, a bunch of networks that's urban, but they're all left leaning. You know, right. they're all, you know, liberal right. stations and networks. And we want to put out there, you know, the more conservative uh, type of programming. But first and foremost, biblical programming Amen. that we go back to the word of God for everything that we're talking about. And to show that we're not anomalies. You know, one of the things that we encountered back in 2013, and it was kind of growing um, during the Obama years, that you had a lot of people saying that, you know, uh, a conservative who is black was sort of like a flash in the pan or they kind of, you know, they will trot you out to say what they want you to say mm-hmm. and um, that you were not thinking for yourself. And there were all sorts of insults that were out there. And we realized that because of the sin in the history of our nation and praise God that we were able to write the ship that is the United States of America, we realized that that remains sort of a wound that people were able to just kind of pick at will, you know what I mean, to divide mm-hmm. us. And we thought, well, what ha- what would they say if we had an entire lineup of independent thinkers who happen to be black? Like they've not received their talking points memos. I mean, they, <laughs> this is actually our conviction. And so that's one of the things that we wanted to do. We wanted to make sure that when we talk about uh, what it is to be a conservative, what it is to exalt the Bible and to see everything through a biblical filter, that we had genuine voices, people who really were convinced that the reason they are a conservative is because, first of all, they endeavor to be biblical. And man, God has blessed that. And we see um, we see that expanding. We see people kind of emboldened to stand first aligned with the scriptures and then after that, engage the culture from that perspective. And another thing that we found is that people, um, you know, they can jive with truth. They can get with truth. And yes. so um, there's all sorts of people who listen. And we say, if you're listening, then you are our target audience. That's you right. Know? So everyone that <laughs> yeah. listens, that's, right. that's who we're trying to Whether you're urban to. or rural. That's or right. That's, that's right. right. That's well, right. Well, I know a lot of folks that are a lot lighter skinned than you guys that listen. <laughs> and, uh, listen, the best name for a program is on urban. Lion Chasers. Isn't listen. that great? And that yes. great? I love Lonnie. He is one. Of, he, he's become a friend. And uh, he's right in the beast, uh, heart of the uh-huh. beast in D.C. DC. And uh, Lion right. Chasers, I love that. And we talked about the name of it. And I said, well, the next show would be Out of the Pit into a Lion Chaser. <laughs> Talking about that yeah. guy, mm-hmm. you know. What? Benaya was his name, if yes. I remember correctly. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the one of the biggest tools that the enemy uses in, in, in lots of various ways, Miki, you were kind of referring to it, that um, – he can make you feel like you're isolated. You're the only one saying this. Yes. You're the only one that feels this way or believes this way. Um, and But what God 
I think, wants to do is is bring those isolated individuals together to realize, you know, we actually have community. Um, and and the great thing about God's community and in God's kingdom, his church, is it 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 overcomes every barrier. It's it's um you know it's not about a racial thing. It's not about Amen. a political thing. It's it's That's right. it's, a, it's a Jesus thing, and and He overcomes all of that. And you know that really reflects a mission mm-hmm. missional heart because you know the gospel is powerful to overcome every barrier and bring Amen. salvation in, into every community. Nations are do I know we did it on another program, but it's worth repeating. Nations is repeated. 500 times. Yeah, the word nations, um, you know, the Great Commission that, that, that we heard starting this program, you know, go and make disciples of all the nations. The word nations in, in the Old Testament is the Hebrew word uh, ger, which eventually becomes the word Gentile that you read about mm. in the New Testament. But that word for nations in the Old Testament is mentioned over 500 times. Wow. Mm. And in the New Testament, it's, it's, in Greek, it's the word ethne, which where we get the word ethnic or mm-hmm. ethnic groups or people groups. Mm-hmm. And that, that word nations in the New Testament is mentioned over a hundred times. From Genesis all the way through Revelation, you see God's heart for all peoples, all nations. And, uh, you know, once we get closer to God and his heart, we'll be closer to, uh, you know, people, no matter where they're from or what their background is, what their ethnicity, we have a heart for the nations and, as well. And one of the great things in the book of Revelation, it says, Peoples from all the nations be yeah. gathered around the throne. That's Amen. right. I, That's right. Listen, I, I, I just, I try to visualize that. I've tried to, you know, I'm a visual kind of a guy, and I try to visualize some of the things, like the plagues, what would happen to for the Nile River to be blood, you know, about mm. one uh, a night with the frogs. Uh, that that one <laughs> oh kills goodness. me. Yeah. When uh, he goes to Pharaoh and says, you want me to do away with the frogs? He says, yeah, tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, man. Why, why, why not now? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, one more night with the frogs. Oh, I want man. that. But visualize all the people, every people group from all the nations mm. gathered around wow. the throne saying, worthy is the lamb that was wow. slain from the foundations of the earth. Wow. Guys, when we're that's doing so radio in urban and this, what we're doing, that's what we're trying to do. We're gathering Amen. people. That's our mission. Yeah. And you do it from the family. Uh, you do it from the, the the reason I'm involved in a lot of the political action is more is for a family. The other one is an unhindered gospel, mm. the Amen. freedom of the gospel Amen. to be preached. Amen. And That's I right. use this illustration all the time. China's had the great revival after World War II, but it was all within because they didn't have the freedom yeah, underground. For, underground because they didn't have the freedom to share it with other nations. Mm. America was God. Yes, God was changing America in many good ways. Uh, but the church was being revived, and more missionaries went out after World War II than the world has ever seen from America. Mm. And so that's the missional part. I mm. want to make a transition here, uh, If and if you have something else to say about Urban Family, a conference that's coming up next weekend when this is being aired, yeah. and uh, it's called the Family and Life Conference here in Tupelo, Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about it. That's right. Urban Family Communications, Marriage, Family, and Life Conference. We're going to be addressing some of those issues that we're talking about. Family, mm-hmm. you know, marriage. Uh, we're going to be bringing down some speakers. Uh, Ryan Baumberger of the Radiance Foundation to talk about life. Uh, Dr. Uh, Clarence Shuler to talk about marriage, and you'll be there as well. And we just really felt like Lord, the Lord was leading us to do a conference. I'm not a conference-type person. And so this is a, a big thing for me. It stressed you, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. And so I really feel like we have like a guy, Alex McFarlane, can he put does a conference, conferences yeah, all he the put time. Them together, together all the time. Exactly. So I just felt like the Lord leading us to do this, 
uh, with a highlight on marriage and family uh, and life. And uh, and now as it's progressing, I see why he called for us to do it. When you look at the things that are happening in our culture, you know, you look at things like the Revoice Conference and all that yes. stuff that's been going on. It's like, man, we have to have a, a stance for truth, you know. And so God has led us to do this. And we really feel like it's going to be a blessing to everyone who comes. Uh, it's only $35 a ticket. We uh, priced it at, at a way that uh, people can come, you know, and yeah. it's for all the whole family. Uh, Amen. Free for kids all the way up to age 18. And we're having a conference within a conference, uh, apologetics type stuff for the kids ages four to 12. And so we really just wanted something for the whole family to be able to come to. Well, he left out, I think, the two most important people that are going to be there, Will and Mickey Addison. <laughs> and uh, I've heard the commercial, and we're going to be there, too. And I thought, hey, they're worth coming to hear. And I mean that, Mickey. You're excited about it as well, aren't you? Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I, I thank God um, for his sovereignty and I, I thank God for how he moves on our heart. And, and you and Jan know this, you know, that the Lord moves on your heart. He puts a vision and then you see it start to come together. Maybe you don't have all the pieces in the beginning, but then as time goes on, um, the Lord allows us those little views, those little snapshots that kind of confirm, yeah, this is this is the reason for this. This is why we have to do this. And we see that our families are in shambles. We see that our marriages are just kind of tearing at the seams and and for a lot of people who are planning to attend this conference you know it is it's sort of their hail mary pass i, I was talking mm. to a sister in the lord who said to me she said man i was i was so excited she said a friend of mine was planning to come she was talking to her husband about it they've got three children and then she said um she said unfortunately they're not going to be able to to make it she said i i think the husband they're they're going to file for divorce and 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 you know and you're mm. just going no hold on just just hold on you know you can see the enemy attacking families you can see the enemy just deceiving so very many people yeah. and one of the things that i always say and i think it's so vitally important we don't fight for our marriages because we think it's just a strong, firm tradition. We fight for our marriages because they are a picture of Christ in the mm. church. And if we don't understand, if we don't have the firm conviction, what it is to be in covenant relationship with the Lord, then we will never understand what it means to be in covenant relationship with one another. So we want to strengthen families. We want to strengthen marriages. We want to defend and affirm life. Basically, we want to say the exact same thing that God says in all of those areas. Amen. Amen. Agree with God. Uh, I mean, that's the whole idea. Yeah. And Amen. when we do, uh, you, you have a biblical worldview. And we hear that. I I didn't hear that growing up, a biblical worldview. We had mm-hmm. it and did not know it. Yeah. Now, I'd rather have it and not know what to call it yeah. than to know what to call it and not have it. Oh, and, yes. And it's, Come yeah, on. It's crazy. I was telling someone, I said, man, it's amazing that we have biblical worldview, you know, conferences and stuff like that. Yeah. That should be commonplace within our that's churches. church, yeah. Yeah. That's church. You know, and it's amazing that that's a ministry all to itself now. And I'm like, Because wow. of the lack. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to get you to say yes or no, but trying to preach and Nathan grew up hearing me preach, bless his heart, until he was 18, and then he heard the call to go to another church. I hear somebody besides Dad. And, uh, but with all my heart, I tried to give that biblical worldview of, of what Christ was doing. The three main things that I did was this, you know, evangelism ran across it, missions ran across all of it. 
But the area of family, I mean, every May, if I didn't do it any other time during the month of May, when you have Mama Mother's Day and mm-hmm. you have graduation going on, mm-hmm. what a time to hit home with what how important the family is. Yes. And then you you January, you know, that's when Roe versus Wade and, mm-hmm. and you would do that. You'd have the sanctity of human life Sunday mm-hmm. and you'd make it more testimonies. And, and you develop a world, Christian worldview, as you develop your, your sermons, yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, you just preach it because right. it's right there, the Word. Nathan has said something that is really powerful, talking about the issues of the day, that if you start preaching expositorily or teaching expositorily to the Bible, you have to purposely avoid mm. the Bible's issues on the worldviews of life and marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this conference is, is going to hit on those things with yeah. some... With, with some good men and, and women there yeah. to share their uh, experience and what they found out, right? Yeah, we're going to even have a few breakout sessions. We're going to have a panel discussion, one talking about how we deal with cultural issues, you know. And so we really want to just touch on all of that stuff because we know that there are Christians out there who's wondering, like, how should we live today with all this stuff coming at us? And, uh, you know, like, again, we want to strengthen the family. We want to uh, strengthen our outlook on life. But also, like, like, give some tools for people, uh, you know, just deal, dealing with biblical worldview. And people want more information, they can go to urbanfamilytalk.com, urbanfamilytalk.com. And as soon as you get on there, you'll see that first box. And you click on that, it says Marriage and Family Conference, and you have all the information there. And, and it's so important that you do this. I, I just affirm Will and Mickey as the real deal. And Nathan, uh, do you know of any marriages that, and your own and your mom and dad's me and anybody else's it's not always smooth sailing is it no it's, there's no such thing as ideal um <laughs> you know we don't we don't live in a laboratory you know we're, we yeah. live in the real world right. and there's real world issues that's right um but you know you talked about the biblical worldview the foundation for the biblical worldview and we're talking about you know your behavior your attitudes um your value system but even underneath all that it actually starts with relationships. Mm-hmm. It starts with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a correlation between kids growing up, teenagers growing up, leaving the church when they're old enough to make those decisions and their relationship with their with their father. Mm-hmm. There's yes. a correlation with fatherhood and biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. The, That's right. The, this is Exploring Missions. Our, our guest, Will and Mickey Addison, can you separate missions from relationships, Nathan? Uh, there's no way. It's, it's impossible. Isn't that neat? And and does that is that why the home, Will and Mickey, are maybe the greatest mission field there is the home because look how many relationships are in that home. Yeah, and I I think you know to our detriment a lot of time in in church culture we can uh, kind of give over our kids to even the church to disciple them. Hmm. When that should happen first and primarily. Now you're meddling now, Will. (laughs) Amen, brother. That that is preaching truth. Yeah, you know, and I I mean, I grew up in a youth group and things like that. We had a good time and all that. But my first, you know, uh, knowing about Christ had to come from my parents, you know, and that's that's the way it should go. And we shouldn't, you know, just push them off to the church. Amen. Well, Mickey, thank you, guys. God bless you. I want to just tell you something. I love you guys. I love you, too. I love you, too. I really and, do. Uh, and Urban Family uh, Network, the Family Life Conference here in Tupelo, Mississippi at Hope Church. Hope Church. And they can go where to find out more about this? UrbanFamilyTalk.com. 
Again, thank you guys for listening to the program today. We hope it's encouraged you to see what God's doing, not only in your community, maybe alternate community that you have heard about, and now you're hearing about uh, what God's doing. So we pray that you'd be blessed. Thank you again for listening to Exploring Missions, and may God bless you and use you on His Great Commission.